Hello friends. In this episode, we're going to be looking at how you can check your financial health. And as a real estate investor, this is one of the best things that you can do. And if you're not a real estate investor yet, this is the starting point. This is what you need to start doing before you get into real estate. As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. So what you want to check your financial health? Well, you go to the doctor once a year and check your actual health. You don't know how things change in a year, right? And sometimes we look okay, but we may not be so good. It's better to just do a check every year. And I know it's uncomfortable and it's, this is the same thing. It's a little bit of work, but it is worth it. It's something that I do with my clients and that I do it very quickly because I've done it so many times now. But I, I want to walk you through the steps that you need to take in order to check your financial health. Um, I have a presentation to, today, so just give me a second so it's easier for you to visualize. So there we go. So today is all about checking your financial health. And just like you go to the doctor and they do tests, right? You might look fine, but when they take your blood test, they can see, oh, you have high cholesterol, or when they check your blood pressure, you may have high blood pressure or low blood pressure. And that's how they diagnose you and then they can put you on a treatment. Well, we do the same thing when it comes down to finances. And as real estate investors, we need to be healthy, as healthy as possible with our finances. Because the sports of real estate, it's a sport of focus, and endurance. So the healthier we are financially, the better off we're gonna be doing in this game. So let's get started. So how do we check our financial health? So there is basically eight things that you need to check in order to see where you stand financially. So determining your net worth, calculate your debt to income ratio, calculate your lifestyle costs, review and optimize your cash flow, review your investment criteria, review your insurance criteria, get your credit score, and get and review your will. So let's get started with determining your net worth. Net worth is basically your financial report card. Just like we go to school and we get an A or a B or a C, that's exactly what it tells you right away and it measures your financial health. And network is essentially the sum of all your assets, 
versus all your outstanding debts or liabilities. If you add these two numbers, if you get a positive return, if you have a positive number, you're gonna be in good health. But if you do have a negative sum, then you are in the negative network or you need to do some work. That's basically it. So the reason network is so important is that there is no better way to accurately measure your wealth. Second, it's critical in tracking your progress over time. So this is not something that you do once and you just leave it, right? If you understand your network today, you can set objectives of how you want your network to grow over time. So many people focus solely on their assets and how they appreciate over time, but they forget their liabilities. So you need to measure both so your bottom line doesn't get affected. So that's number one. So when you do it, and this is something that I do with my clients, you will come up with a report like this. You're gonna add up all your liabilities and all your assets. And at the end, you will have the total network that you have. So let's go into the second thing that you need to do for uh, checking your financial health. And that's calculating your debt to income ratio. And this one compares your monthly income to your monthly debt payments. And in most cases, it's used by lenders to evaluate you and they will tell you yes we can give you uh, a loan or not right so your debt to income ratio is an important data point used by lenders to evaluate how financially comfortable you would be taking on debt or more debt so that is super important to keep track so let's go to the next one so you can understand how uh, how you can calculate your debt to income ratio. So this is basically all your monthly debt obligations uh, divided by your monthly gross income. I'm going to give you an example so you can have an idea what it looks like. So let's say that your monthly debt obligations are your mortgage is $1,000, you have a student loan for $400, a credit card for $100, and other debt obligations for $500. The total we they add to $2,000. Now your salary is $60,000 a year gross. So this is what your company is paying you. It doesn't take into consideration the deduction. So this is the, the gross amount. So 60,000 divided by 12, that will give you $5,000 a month. So if you divide 2,000, all your debt obligations divided by your income, 5,000 in a month is 0.4. And if you convert that to percentage, that'll be 40% debt to income ratio. That's how you calculate that. Very important to know. Number three, it's calculate your lifestyle cost. And this is basically all your monthly expenses everything you need to maintain your current lifestyle and it's broken down something like this so you have housing transportation personal insurance professional dues business related expenses if you are in business food we all have to eat pets if you do have one personal care entertainment debt repayments 
taxes if you are self-employed you need to pay that on your own uh, savings and investments gift, gifts or donations and legal and when you tally all this up it would look something like this so it will give you basically if you compare it to the net income versus to you, where you're spending you will have a cash flow either positive or negative and that basically takes me to the next one which is review and optimize your cash flow and sometimes this is actually a little bit tricky because uh, most people don't look at it mostly the cash flow uh, term is used in business if you are in business you understand what cash flow means and but I believe that if you are not in business you still need to optimize your cash flow and basically is the timing of your money coming in versus going out and I have seen a few clients that sometimes what they think is that they don't have enough money because they keep going on the in the red every single month and they don't understand so when I create their cash uh, their lifestyle cost I can see that their cash flow should be positive but somehow they are not there they're continuing to be in the red every month and uh, being in the red that means you are in the negative you need money so you're spending more before the next paycheck comes in so this, that's what is important to optimize it and basically you need to time all of your bills and know when they're coming in so you have enough cash flow or cash in the bank to cover all those bills until the next influx of money comes into your account the next one this one I would really advise that you do this with your wealth advisor because they will explain to you more about what the options are but reviewing your investment criteria is something that you need to do on a regular basis if it's not yearly every two or three years because things change the market change you change so all of this is based on risk and your time horizon so you need to know that whatever your goals are they are aligned with the criteria that you currently have in your investments the next one as well you need to review your insurance on a regular basis and I'm not just talking about your life insurance but we have so many other insurances your car insurance your house insurance and all of the life insurance whether it is the living benefits or the death benefits so these are some of the ones that we currently have we have auto property liability personal health and between those the personal insurance you would have living benefits which is either your disability insurance critical illness or long-term care a lot of people that work for companies they may have some of these benefits which is the disability short-term long-term and maybe sometimes a little bit of life insurance it is good to understand that you have the proper beneficiaries and how much money you're getting if you have disability and for how long and if you do don't have it take a look and see if it's possible for you to get your own 
private insurance in the case you need it or in the case you have something that you think that you may need it. Uh, but important, most importantly, life insurance. If you do have dependents and if you have assets and you have debt, it is very important for you to have life insurance and you need to review it constantly with your wealth advisor. Uh, as a rule of thumb, I always recommend to have 10 to 12 times your salary as a coverage for life insurance, but it might be different for you. This is just a rule of thumb. So the next one is review your credit score. This is something that people really don't look at it very much and it could be messed up really quickly if somebody uses your name or you have uh, loans that you are co-signing with. So please take a look at it at least once a year. Uh, all the credit bureaus allow you to check your score every year and then you can check for any discrepancies, make sure that you fix those. If there's something that appears there that you don't know what it is, go check it out, get it removed. And then if your score is not what it's supposed to be, then you need to start working on improving that. And I will do another episode just on credit score so you know where's a good one and what it's not. But for now, this is just about getting your credit score, look at it and see what's there. And the last one, also get and review, get a will or review your will if you have one, because things change, beneficiaries change, especially if you're going through a transition. A lot of people that are married, they forget about their will. And now you have other people in your life that you may want or not want to have some of your assets. But this is important at any age. So I don't want you to think that this is something that you need to have only when you're older. Because there's two very distinct things that you have here, which is the power of attorney for property and health. And even it says property, it says, well, I don't have a house. Well, they call it property, but it has to do with any of your financial affairs. It's not only for property. And the reason that you want that is because if for any circumstances you become ill or you have an accident that makes you not being able to take care of your personal finances, there will be somebody designated that can do that for you. So that is what is very important. And also, of course, if you have assets that you want to pass on to someone, your wishes will be there and then everybody will get exactly what you want. So just as a summary, as you go to the doctor every year, go to your wealth advisor every year and check your financial health. So determine your debt work, calculate your debt to income ratio, calculate your lifestyle costs, review and optimize your cash flow, review your investment criteria, review your insurance criteria, get your credit score, and review your will. I hope that helps. And if you have any questions of any of these items of how to do it, if you've never done it, please let me know and I'll be happy to help. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. 
And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.erinsalihernandez.com. Thank you.